Hello and welcome to Cosmos Science Daily, where journalists at the Cosmos Newsroom report on the latest research and discoveries and explain the science behind the headline news. Today's newsroom journalist and evolutionary biologist, Kamaria Nazrula, is talking to us about a population of exoplanets with yours truly, Dr. Sophie Calabretto, applied mathematician and fluid mechanist, who firmly believes that Pluto is a Kuiper Belt object. All right, Kamaria, let's start from the beginning. What are exoplanets? Um, So exoplanets are just planets that are outside of our solar system and they were first detected in about 1917, but they weren't officially confirmed until about 1992. Okay, that's crazy to me. I would have thought that we would have confirmed these before 1992, but there you go. Please continue. So a team of international astronomers have been sifting through uh, decades and thousands of hours of archival NASA footage and they were able to identify 25 hot Jupiter exoplanets Mm -hmm. and this means that they can begin to categorize populations of the same planet types. Okay so where did they get this data from? So the team uh, used data from two of NASA's telescopes, the famous Hubble telescope, which was launched in the 1990s, um, and it completes 15 orbits of Earth per day, and also uh, used data from the Spitzer Infrared Telescope. So that provides complementary data because it captures low-energy light objects. Okay, so going back to something you've just said before, what exactly is a hot Jupiter coming here? When I first read it, I thought it was some kind of delicious hot cocktail and I hope it (laughs) becomes one. I'm with you there. (laughs) But hot Jupiters are gas giants, just like our Jupiter, but they have a shorter orbit of less than 10 days. Our Jupiter takes 12 years to complete its orbit. Wow. Okay. So what other cool stuff did the astronomers find from this footage? So the data included eclipse events for all 25 exoplanets and also captured transits for 17 of them. So transits where the planet passes between a star and the observer, which is us. Um, And this allows them to deduce information about the exoplanet atmosphere because they can basically deduct the chemical uh, signatures between the planets and the stars and work out what the planet's atmosphere is like. And from this data, they also found the presence of thermal inversions on a lot of the hotter exoplanets. Oh, okay. Thermal inversions? Yeah. So this is when the temperature of the atmosphere, instead of getting cooler, the higher the altitude. So kind of like outside an aeroplane, it's absolutely freezing cold. Um, Mm -hmm. There's unexpected pockets of warmer air in between the layers. And this is similar to what happens uh, on Earth with the ozone layer. So what important info do they get about thermal inversions in these exoplanets? So on the cooler planets, which they categorised as less than 2,000 kelvins, which is still 1,700 (laughs) degrees Celsius, they have a normal thermal profile. So the uh, temperature gets cooler as the altitude gets higher away from the surface. But Mm -hmm. on the hotter planets, which are greater than 2,000 kelvins, which is, yeah, 1,700 degrees Celsius, Most of these hotter planets uh, had inverted thermal profiles and they were able to measure signatures of titanium oxide, vanadium oxide and iron hydride, which are stable at high temperatures. That's really interesting because from memory, vanadium oxide is used as a detector material in a bunch of thermal imaging things because of its thermal resistance. So there you go. It works because it can exist at very high temperatures. I'm glad you know that. (laughs) 
So from from being able to measure these chemical signatures, this indicates that thermal inversions may occur when there's a certain combination of elements and temperatures are present together. And this allows like these pockets of different thermal gases to exist in a relatively stable state. And this information is really valuable for us here on Earth because we have lots of little thermal inversions happening all the time around the surface as well. So, for example, farmers need information when they can spray their chemicals because if thermal inversion is going to happen, the chemicals, rather than going onto the plants or the ground, which they're targeting, these toxic kind of chemicals <laughs> around in the air and they're quite dangerous. So um, what we're learning from these yeah, hot Jupiter exoplanets will help us back here on Earth as well. That's amazing. So, in fact, exoplanets are just like us. Amazing. Thank you so much, Camaria, and thank you to everyone for listening. Be sure to keep an ear out for our next instalment of Cosmos Science Daily. This podcast was brought to you by Cosmos, a publication of the Royal Institution of Australia. wondered how old the Earth is and how we know, or exactly how popping candy works? From Listener and Cosmos magazine comes Huh? Science Explained, a weekly podcast where we answer all of life's questions, big and small, no lab coats required, and we'll do it in 10 minutes or less. Search Huh? Science Explained, download the Listener app now and listen for free. Listener.